a small message before we go into today's episode. मैं इन एपिसोड्स को हिंदी में प्रस्तुत करना चाहता था पर दुर्भाग्य से हिंदी की पकड़ कमज़ोर होने के कारण मुझे अंग्रेज़ी का साथ लेना पड़ रहा है मेरी हिंदी को मजबूत करने का प्रयास में मैं लगा हुआ हूँ और आशा है कि बहुत जल्द ही आपसे हिंदी में बात करने का मौका मिलेगा नमस्ते सदावत सले मातृभूमि क्वेश्चनिंग ट्रेडिशन एंड थिंकिंग रैशनली वेर डिस्प्लेड बाई सावरकर एट वेरी यंग एज हिस्स फादर्स सुपरस्टिशियस बिलीव्स सरप्राइज टेम अलॉट एज हिस्स फादर वॉज ए वेरी इंटेलिजेंट मैन हिस्स इंटरेस्ट इन पोएट्री स्टार्टड ऑफ वेन ही वॉज जस्ट एट ईयर्स ओल्ड वन ऑफ हिज अरियर स्कूल हेड मास्टर्स ट्रस्टेड सावरकर इवन विद द स्कूल सील and savarkar would keep an eye on the school while the teacher took a nap in return the teacher would patiently listen to all the poems savarkar would recite but the successive headmaster disliked savarkar and uh, would glance at the poem savarkar would bring and dismiss him by saying that putting words together would not make him a poet Savarkar persisted and his poems were published in a newspaper when he was just 12 years old. While a regular person would have sports and recreation as the extracurricular activities, Savarkar had other interests. This included history, poems, scriptures and epics. These would take precedence over his uh, homework and to overcome this on the days he had to submit his homework savarkar would come late sit in the last bench and finish his homework by the time it was his turn to submit the homework these incidents make us realize that people who are controversial and people who are who are considered great all these people and us have many things in common let's now talk about the conditions in maharashtra after the fall of the peshwas in 1818 celebration of hindu festivals went from extravagant pandals to a quite domestic celebration but in the 1890s ganpati festivals went mainstream again with huge public participation and lasting for 10 days hidden transcripts were used to convey political messages for example the demon was viewed as a personification of british rule and ganpati killing the demon conveys that ganpati who we know destroys obstacles would clear the path leading to freedom while one group of reformers used petitions the other group had a more extreme ideas to get freedom there was a silent third group which was growing in the shadows which believed in the concept of violence with armed rebellion as the means to overthrow the british power they believed that an uprising within the british indian army 
was the only way to liberate our country. One of the fathers of armed revolution, Vasudev Balwant Farke, secured enough English education to secure a government job as a clerk in the audit department of the Great Indian Peninsula Railway. He was soon promoted to the military finance office under the controller of military accounts. The famine in 1876-77 and the inaction of the British, the timid response of Indian nationalists to compel the government to take recovery steps made him question the potency of political activities he participated in with much enthusiasm. The final straw drawn was when his British officer denied permission when Falke wanted to visit his village to see his dying mother. He defied his superiors and went to the village. Sadly, his mother passed away by the time he reached. When his complaints didn't give him a fair compensation, he began questioning his loyalty and service. When he can't even meet his mother, his immense guilt led him to break ranks and form a secret revolutionary group. They started political robberies on rich merchants to raise money for their mission, which was liberation of the country. Falke organized several Maharashtrian backward communities who would help him with the political robberies. After uh, one of his expeditions, he was able to raise 1,50,000 rupees. But while returning, the troop was captured and the loot was confiscated. After a tough fight, the leader of the troop, Daulat Rao Nayak, had to sacrifice his life. The British announced bounty on Falke and posters were circulated. Falke put up double the bounty on Bombay's governor, Richard Temple. He declared that this act of his would lead to another revolution similar to the one in 1857. And this declaration was posted on all of the major buildings and walls of Pune. At the same time, on the night of 13th May 1879, the revolutionary group burned down two European bungalows, burning the government documents. This incident reached London and there was a clear panic in the newspapers. The details of these activities were also outlined in the letter written by Richard Temple to Viceroy Edward Lytton on 3rd July 1879. Falke had to be taken down at any cost. I would like to remind you all once again that these episodes are based on the book Savarkar Echoes from a Forgotten Past written by Dr. Vikram Sampath. It's a very good book and please, if you're interested, get yourself a copy from anywhere you get your books. Falke sent his uh, emissaries to 
all native southern states for reinforcements and summoned his colleagues from different parts of India to rally under his banner. He based his vision of bringing everything to a standstill like stopping trains, breaking the telegraph lines, orchestrating jailbreaks with the escaped convicts to fight on the side of the revolution. All these were inspired by the American War of Independence. Unfortunately, the British captured him and sentenced him to life in prison. He passed away on 17th February 1883 by fasting to death. He wanted to model India as a free republic and was influenced by the American Republic. He had a broad vision of what to establish after overthrowing the British. His death hadn't extinguished his ideas of forming a secret revolutionary group to overthrow the British rule. By 1894, several secret revolutionary groups were formed and uh, on the flip side, in the minds of a few British officials, there was a realization that they need to engage and win over Indians to avoid another revolution similar to 1857. Alan Octavian Hume was one such British official. He escaped the 1857 revolution by painting his skin dark and draping a sari and uh, escaping during the night. After his retirement, Hume wanted to ensure that these sudden outbursts of violence, looting of bankers and bazaars would not transform into a national revolution. This led to the inception of Indian National Congress with its first session held on December 28, 1885 with 72 delegates present. Congress had no intention to ask for Indian independence. It pledged unwavering loyalty to the British Crown, it just wanted to ensure the dialogue between British government and Indians. Lowering taxes, appointment of Indians in government advisory bodies and partial entry for Indians in the legal system were uh, some of its uh, demands. If any one of these demands were fulfilled, even partially by the British, they would be used as examples as British living up to Indian aspirations and uh, thereby stopping the possibility of a revolution. So when Rahul Gandhi asked America to intervene in internal Indian matters, it shouldn't be surprising. An example for the demands and petitions made by Congress can be understood by going through one of the speeches of Dada Bhai Noroji in Lahore on 27th December 1893. This example has been taken directly from the book from Vikram Sampath and I quote, again these were the words of Dada Bhai Noroji, one of the eminent Congress leaders of the time. He says, our faith in the instinctive love of justice and fair play of the people of the UK 
is not misplaced i for one have not the shadow of doubt in dealing with such justice loving and fair minded people as the british we may rest fully assured that we shall not work in vain it is this conviction which has supported me against all difficulties i have never faltered in my faith in the british character and have always believed that the time will come when the sentiments of the british nation and our gracious sovereign proclaimed to us in our great character of proclamation of 1858 will be realized these leaders of congress had this innocent what i personally feel is a childish notion that i quote british is divinely ordained for the betterment of india their respectful pleas and requests were done to ensure greater indian participation in the process of governance by the british it's as if these congress leaders were suffering from a severe case of stockholm syndrome all these turbulent activities across maharashtra and india as a whole captured the attention of savarkar who was keenly following what was happening around him as you can see these congress leaders of the like the initial congress leaders they actually believed that india would be better if it was ruled by the british which is a bit ridiculous if you think about it anyway let's uh, again discuss more about savarkar's life in the coming episodes and again if you like my work and uh, would like to support it you can do so by visiting buymeacoffee.com/chinto that is c h i n t u once again let me remind you that if you have a chance and are really interested about reading the complete life of savarkar do yourself a favor and get your copy of savarkar echoes from a forgotten past by dr vikram sampath samartha bhavat vashishadevrasham